You are listening to the Mission Matters Podcast Network, where we amplify the stories of entrepreneurs, executives, and experts. Muy buen día, mi gente. Bienvenidos al episodio número cuatro. Welcome to episode number four. This is Hispanic Wealth Matters, and my name is Jose Tejada, and I am your host. This episode, we get the chance to hang out with my dear friend, Ivan Perez. Ivan is a very, very successful agent here in the Los Angeles area with Movado Real Estate. He has a background in telecommunications and a background in the legal industry before starting his career as a real estate agent. Ivan has a specific niche that I always thought was very interesting, which is why I wanted to have him on the show. He has a focus on dealing with divorce cases in real estate, something that is extremely difficult to do. I think that we can all agree that a divorce is never an easy face of life if someone has to go through it and navigating it when you have to sell a piece of real estate or pieces of real estate can be extremely difficult and having the right person to walk you through it is is very important and in this episode we hear Ivan his technique how he approaches that and the lessons that he has in terms of advice for anyone that may be going through this in the future let's get into the episode Hello, friends, and welcome to episode numero cuatro. Today, we get the pleasure of hanging out with one of my favorite people. I know I say that a lot, but it's true. These are all my favorite people. And it's my dear friend, Ivan Perez. Him and I have known each other for a little over a decade and kind of met through another client and just kind of became quick friends from there. Ivan is an extremely talented real estate agent in California, specifically in the LA area, works with a ton of investors, but also has a very interesting niche, which is what I want to talk to you guys about today. Ivan has a, just published a book, Best Selling Options in a Divorce, and he happens to, to be niched in that sort of space as well, which I think is super interesting as we talk about wealth, as we talk about Hispanic wealth, as we talk about how this very difficult phase of, of, of space of life that people have to go through sometimes, how you navigate that. So welcome, Ivan. How are you? Hey, how's it going? It's going good. I, you and I talk all the time, <laughs> and I think uh, it's always cool. Like uh, we were just talking like, two days ago, and I was saying how we were basically doing the podcast while we were on the phone. But <laughs> I was like, we should be recording this because it was just such great information that was traveling across. Yeah, it's always good. I mean, we always we get into deep conversations with so many different topics. We should we should just have a series just on our conversations alone. I don't disagree, especially because we have, you have, I think, what's very unique. It's a, a very unique view about the real estate business. And the way you operate is, is I think, different than, than the, the way a lot of people do. And, and you do it very successfully and very efficiently. One thing that you do, I think, that's unusual or different than others is that you actually navigate both commercial and residential spaces. Well, I think a lot of other agents kind of stick to one of the two areas. So kudos to you. Tell us about you. What's the origin story? Where do you come from? What's the background? Well, I mean, I've always had a passion for real estate since I was a kid. I remember going to high school and looking at, at houses on my way up to, to school and, and always had questions about the houses or I would see for sale sign. I would, I would always ask my parents, like, oh, you know, how's the process of buying a house? You know, it looks interesting. And I, you know, always told myself, you know, one day I'm going to be doing this buying, you know, either buying, selling houses as an investor or as an agent. And I was lucky and fortunate enough that my path led me to, to real estate. 
of which I love and enjoy every minute of it. I, I think that in, you and I have done a lot of deals together and you truly do enjoy it. <laughs> and I've seen you pull off some incredible stuff. And I think it has to do a lot with how calm you stay and, and the tenacity you have in navigating different personalities, which I think kind of is conducive to this idea of, of real estate and divorce. You and I have worked different cases where we're dealing with clients that are going through a divorce. You definitely a lot more than, than I do. I probably do maybe somewhere between three and five a year. What led you to that? I know that, that, that you have a background in, in legal work, but is there something else? Like, tell me how you get to that that space and how that becomes of interest to you. Because I think most people kind of run away from the drama of that. Yes, absolutely. So for me, I get, I, I, I joke about this, but most of my deals are complex in nature. So, I mean, lo and behold, I'm doing divorce cases that can be complex in nature and difficult to deal with, especially there's emotions involved, there's, there's attorneys involved, there's a judge involved in some cases. So it's, it's also complex. So I get all the complicated, complex real estate deals, which I love because I love the challenge. And this is kind of how I evolved into it. Personally, how I got involved with divorces is because I worked as a paralegal before doing real estate for a while. And I got to see the, the inner workings of the law firm and how these cases work and evolved. And I just had, you know, attorneys would use me to sometimes talk to clients because exactly how I am, I'm very calm. I let people speak. I calm them down. And, you know, emotions are running high in these situations. And and now that I'm in real estate, I kind of transferred that, those skills into the real estate practice. And I've done numerous divorce cases. I get referrals from attorneys all the time. And, and that's kind of how I got involved with the whole divorce segment of real estate. Yeah. And so very naturally, that leads to, to you writing this book about selling options in, in a divorce. I don't want to give away the book necessarily. And we'll plug kind of where, where you can buy it as well down the line. But kind of walk us through sort of the highlights of that. What, what are the things that you, you get a client that comes to you and they're getting divorced? What, what does that first conversation look like? You know, the first thing we have in the conversation is, you know, I tell them, look, emotions aside, this is a business transaction. We have to oh, treat that's, it as such. that's interesting because it's already emotionally charged anyways. And you and I talk mm -hmm. about all the time how, resi res especially residential real estate, it's so emotionally charged by nature. And now you're adding an extra layer of that by, by dealing with, with this breakup. Right. And it's very difficult, you know, depending if I'm, you know, talking to the, the husband or the wife, I end up talking to both. But usually, you know, it's always a battle. One wants to keep the house. One doesn't want to give up a certain percentage of their of their equity. One feels like they contributed more to the property than the other. So there's all these discussions that are going in between. I have to try to calm down the emotions because a lot of it is, is driven by emotion. You know, mm -hmm. they're going through an emotional situation and I understand that. And I try to separate the real estate part of it from the emotional part of it. Mm -hmm. Sometimes hard to achieve, but you know, try to calm people down. But yeah, it, it, it is, it is difficult. If we were to layer it out and say, what does that conversation with, let's call it the, the husband, the male part of it, not to say it's always a husband, but in this scenario it is, the husband, like, what does that conversation sound like when you're doing that consultation with, with that person? So our first is I hear them out. They, they have, you know, they, they want to talk about what's going on, what happened and why they're selling the house. Mm -hmm. Most of the time, I would say they don't want to sell the house. It's not a situation that they want to do, but they're kind of forced to do because of the divorce. 
Right. So, uh, you know, first conversation is like, all right, you know, what's going on with the scenario? They'll, they'll tell me what's going on, the reason they got a divorce. Sometimes I joke about this, but we have to play counselors and the real estate agent at the same time. Yeah. But uh, what I try to do is immediately separate that and we'll talk about real estate. And, and what I say is like, look, my job here as, as your agent, if you choose to work with me, is to get you top dollar for your property. Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. in terms of how things will be divided, that is not a decision that is, is left to me, that between your attorneys, between the judge, that's something that can be worked out later. So let's not get wrapped up on who's getting what share because that's not, it's irrelevant to what we're going to do. Right. The job here is to sell it for top dollar, get you the most possible money. And in some cases, that money stays in escrow. So we keep it in escrow until there's a decision made between both parties. I didn't so know that. So that's an option. So that's something that that, that could happen. Now, you know, when we when the idea of this episode came about, you were telling me about some some tips that people tend to ignore, and maybe once that the thing is kind of advanced, it's hard to to bring back in. I think it was you were talking about mediators or, or something like that. Yes, mediation when possible. Get a mediator involved. First off, it'll cost you a whole lot less no offense to my attorney partners, than, <laughs> than dealing with an attorney. Sometimes you have to use an attorney because it's just complexity in, in, in the relationship. You have multiple investments, accounts, it's complicated. But when you can, yes, use a mediator. It's, it's a lot easier. It's a lot smoother. You get to both talk it out. Mediator gets to hear both sides, and then you guys can come with a, a mutual agreement that works for both parties. I see. And when, and so now the opposite side of that, now you're, you're in the scenario where you're representing the, the other spouse in the transaction. And let's just say it's a wife in this scenario. Does the conversation change? Is it different in any way? Or is it kind of all brought back to the idea of this is the transaction and we got to stay in that? Yeah, I always try to separate it as much as we try to separate it. You know, I'm there, I'm there to help them out as well. So, you know, I try to offer some emotional support as well. You know, Sometimes they're happy, sometimes they're sad, sometimes they're mad. It all just depends what's going on in their day and, and how things are progressing. So, yes, I'll hear my, I always, I always like to hear my clients out. Say, hey, I'm here for you. If I can give you some advice based on some other cases that I've witnessed, what you could do to maybe help your situation out, I'll give them some tips or I'll send them some referrals. Hey, you know, have you guys tried mediating? Maybe that's going to help you get to a resolution faster and more economical. So I try to offer tips. But yeah, I mean, kind of the same thing, whether it's a husband or wife, it's, it's, it's usually the same conversation. Yeah, and that makes sense, right? You want to keep it neutral in terms of what we're trying to accomplish. And it's sort of like, it's interesting, right? Because it's, a, it's like a collective goal when two people are going separate ways, which, is, which is, I think is kind of a hard thing to, to capture in that moment. Right. Yeah, like I tell them, we have to come together for the purpose of getting this. So, I mean, we both got to be on the same page here. So we have to work together. I know you guys are eventually going to go your separate ways, but during this process, we have to work together so that it benefits both of you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's a juggling job. That's tough. <laughs> so kudos for handling that. What, what, is, there, is there a case that stands out in your mind where things kind of got interesting, per se? Yeah. A lot of the time, depending on where the referral is coming, whether it's an attorney representing the wife or an attorney representing the husband, sometimes the other side thinks that I'm working for the husband or working for the wife sure. because I was brought in by one, one of the sides. So, you know, I had a case where, you know, I was brought in through the wife's attorney and I had, I had a meeting with the husband. 
but he was the whole time he comes into my office, he was just, he had shut down. He's all like, no, you're working for her. I'm all like, I'm not working for it. I'm working for both of you. It's mm-hmm. your property as well. So don't feel that I'm not, re- I'm not her attorney. I'm not representing her in any legal capacity. I'm here just for the sell your property. And I had to kind of calm him down. And eventually, you know, he was, he was grumpy throughout the whole process. And towards the middle, he, he, he became really cool. We're still friends now. You know, I was like, Hey, thank you for, for helping me on this process. You know, I was, I was upset about the situation. I didn't want this divorce. I was forced to sell a house. And I'm like, I feel, I understand, you know, I'm, I'm with you on this. So that, that was a, a unique uh, you know, situation that, that kind of arose in one of my cases. There have been others where, you know, things get a little heated. Uh, arguments have happened in front of me where I'm like, guys, you know, let's, let's, let's not talk about the divorce. Let's talk about real estate. Let's bring it back to real estate. Let's not, you know, they'll start talking about their personal things. And, and, and I've been in, 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 a, in a conference room where they're just arguing amongst each other and sometimes you know you have to bring them back to reality i'm like hey guys i know i know this is tough but let's work with me let's finish this transaction and then let's get through it so both of you guys can move on with your lives yeah i mean i think that that one of the things that that resonates and and you know that i work the same way is that we wrap our clients with the resources that we have within our network and i would imagine i would imagine that at least the person that's leaving the home if the, the home is being left like if, for example there's cases where i think they the one husband has you know one party has to buy the other party out right and i know it doesn't always have to be a husband it could be could be a wife or or a partner right but post transaction I, I would imagine there's a sense of of emptiness that happens do you do you help your clients today is that am i accurate in that you mean like a sense of like because they have they're forced to sell and they feel yeah like- yeah exactly yeah. Yeah. I mean, like in that first scenario, like the husband did not want to sell. In fact, you know, the kids grew up in that house and mm-hmm. he was a little nostalgic about it. And, and it felt really sad that he was losing uh, like a piece of him. It was like an extension of him. Yeah. The wife was okay. She was done. She was ready to leave. He was not. It was in a very emotion process. Right. Um, some, there's some detachment issues sometimes where, you know, hey, my kids grew up here. Like, this is crazy. Like, I can't believe we have to do this. And that's tough being in the middle, but for you to navigate that, I mean, that's, that's a lot of emotion that's, that's just charged in this. It is. And most agents would probably steer away from it because, again, it's not an easy, it's not a happy sell most of the time. It's not an easy sell. And sometimes it's a court order, so they're forced to sell. Okay. Neither party wants to sell, but they've been forced to separate assets and they have to do it. Right, right. That makes sense. Any other tips that you can think of in terms of someone that might be in a position where they think they have to go through this step, maybe they haven't started it yet, but it's running through their minds. Any advice that you could give the listeners on that? Yeah, you know, guys, I mean, life gives you, you know, different turns. And sometimes, you know, it's it's okay to end a relationship that wasn't working. I would say, you know, do things Calmly and patiently, don't take, don't make hasty decisions based out of anger. Think things through before you say it's always, you know, take a breather if you need to take a breather. Think about it. It's better to negotiate when both parties are amicable and they can talk versus when things have heated up and, you know, both sides have shut down. So try to, and, and, and again, every case is different. And, you know, and sometimes, you know, one side felt that they were wronged. I get, but, you know, try to work this through so that you could finish this phase in your life and you can move on. The, the quicker you can work it through, 
the quicker you can move on. And I know sometimes that is difficult. It's easier said than done. But and please try mediation. Mediation really works, and I think it's a great option to to navigate a, during a separation. Yeah, no, I think that that's a huge tip. One of my, you know, the audience already starting to realize I love quotes and sayings. And one of them is that when you're going through hell, you got to keep going, right? So you got to got to get through it and ultimately try to reach the best goal in a, in a situation like this. You're my first realtor on the show. So given that we are today, March 2nd, 2023, when we're recording this episode, uh, give me your thoughts on the market, man. What are you feeling? Well, you know, like I said, I, I hate to make... You're busy. You're doing well. <laughs> You're having I'm a great year. Yeah. I mean, if, if, in my perspective, things are great. And I don't like to... I, I'm one of the guys that I don't like to make blanket statements because real estate is very personal. Every mm. every scenario is different. So I, I never like to say perfect time to buy, perfect time to sell, because that really depends on you individually. Mm. I would say, you know, if, if things are going well financially for you, then yes, it's a great time to get out there and look for properties and negotiate on properties. If you feel your economics are not as well, I still say planned, start planning for when you are ready. But definitely, I think real estate is going good. Yes, we're going through a little dip. Yes, we are. And you know this better than I do. You know, interest rates have gone up a little bit. But that necessarily doesn't mean it should deter you from buying if you're capable of making that purchase. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I agree. And I think that that's a great point when you say interest rate is personal. I think that that's very true. Um, you shouldn't feel, I think anyone shouldn't feel pressure to, to have to buy anything. But if you're in a capacity that you can, more often than not, it's going to play out well for, for people, right? For, for uh, the families. Where can folks get this book if they want to buy it and, and get some ideas? So you can get it on my site, which is currently being redone, but I have a, a link on my site. I can send out a link. Maybe we can you know, copy it on, on the podcast there where you guys can download it. In fact, right now we're keeping it free for anyone that wants to download a copy. You know, So feel free to download a copy, read it. Let me know what you think. Let me know if you have any questions. Always open to have a dialogue. If anyone is you know, going through this or, or feels like they might be going through this in the near future, feel free to reach out. Oh, that's awesome. That's such a that's such a great service to give it away for free, at least for now. And how can the folks get a hold of you? You can reach me through my phone number, which is 818-242-6422. You can email me at Ivan at dot. And like I said, I'm always open to dialogue. I mean, this is at no cost to anyone. If you guys want to run things by me or, or get referrals, I have great mediators. I have great attorneys I work with. Feel free. Feel free to reach out. Yeah, and that's what I was talking about. And I know that that Ivan works in this manner where he wraps his clients with resources. And that's, I think, I've said it before, that's the difference between having being the guy that bought or sold the house and having a, an actual residential practice, an actual real estate practice. So thank you, brother. I really appreciate you coming on. I hope that you guys got some good information, or at least some ideas. And like I always say, at least a little bit of curiosity out of this episode. Any questions you guys have, you guys know how to get a hold of me and we'll catch you on the next one. See ya. This has been a Mission Matters Network production. Listen to this show and browse our entire catalog by visiting missionmatters.com.